Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Thriving Women Artists podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Sarah van Dongen. I am Doreen Bellar. I'm Ping He. And we are here to share our creative journey and to support you on yours. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new episode where we are going to talk about building a children's book portfolio. Wow, that's a nice topic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, also important. Let's get started. So um, just very quickly what we're going to discuss, what a children's book portfolio is, why you should have it or why it's important, when you should make one or, yeah, uh, how... um, What to put in the portfolio, yeah. Yeah, so that's what, yeah. So that's sort of uh, that's sort of it's the structure. Mm-hmm. So um, what is a children's book portfolio? Um, I so I I said this to my my boyfriend asked oh what's the episode going to be about and I said about building a children's book portfolio, and he said well how do you do like what do you mean is it with work that's already that's already published? Mm-hmm. So I thought. Oh, that's, that's so a interesting. Nice question. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so he thought it would be a body of work of actual uh, illustrations that are published in a children's book. Now, yeah, well, obviously, that, that it is. It is. It's what it could be. It's what it when could you're be, experienced already. Exactly. Um, but it's not really what we mean. I think, I mean, if I, I don't really have a portfolio right now, but if I would um, make one to send to a publisher, it would have published work in it, but also a lot of work, a lot of um, illustrations that I would find suitable for children's books uh, that are not published. So Mm -hmm. that are my own projects. So I think that's, and if you're starting out or if you're, um, uh, you want to go to a children's book course or something, you would make a portfolio with uh, illustrations that have never been published, obviously, I think. But, yeah, I think, you, yeah, you, you touched two points. And at one point is the, the, the children's book illustration, the portfolio piece is some like, is, is like children market for children's publication relate, relevant, not like fine art, not. And this is also for art direct to see that piece is commercially Visible is not like you're studying. Uh, you go to university studying program, and you just submit a portfolio to show that what you're gonna study. But this, it's it's already um, professional executed or, ex- or well executed. You say that, and then they can see what kind of your style. You can see that that what they can work with you or not. Otherwise, it's still very amateur way to present. It's not professional. Then the portfolio is not ready. Yeah, but um, I also think that you have to start somewhere, right? So if you have only a few pieces that are not that professional yet, you can always put them on your website or uh, some other portfolio thing. Um, it's also, I think, for yourself a good way to uh, to get started and to evolve um uh, to grow your pieces on children children's book illustration or uh, with uh, children um, as a target group, mm-hmm. and then uh, take it from there. Yeah. 
Yeah, also I think um, when you make work or make illustrations or sketches, um, there's like a divide or how do you say, they're different when you when you make them. And then if you scan them in and clean them up and put them all together and you know you make a layout, um, that sort of changes your, mm -hmm. your work. Um, so even if you might feel you're not ready to build a portfolio, it can be really nice to, uh, you know, it's, it's the same with when you take a picture of your work and you post it on Instagram, it just looks a little bit different. So I think it's always a good idea to, to try it out. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you, you feel like you don't have enough work yet to just scan it in and make a nice layout and maybe, maybe print it out or, or put it on your website or yeah. yeah, I think we also touch later upon like the quality, high resolution to scan in high resolution. And also we can later talk about quality and quantity, you know, sometimes uh, we can. Yeah. Um, so I think let's go to why you should make one. Or yeah, why is it important to do so? Why is it important? Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, if you want to work in the children's book industry, it's nice to have one. Um, but I feel in this day and age where there's a lot via Instagram and a lot um, via your website, it's not really uh, that necessary. Although I do still see my website sort of as a portfolio. If I would want... Um, if I would contact a publisher, then I would probably, it depends on the publisher because they have different um, guidelines for how to submit stuff. But I would either send a few images in the email, but sometimes they don't want that. I would maybe make a separate hidden page on my website with my, my portfolio, which would yeah. be... Uh, or a PDF portfolio. or something. Yeah. Yeah, or a PDF. Edition, yeah, but yeah. sometimes... Yeah, they don't want uh, mm -hmm. like things added to the email. Yeah. Um, so um, that's why it's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's, in the first place, I think it's um, a way to show uh, you want to make children's books, right? Um, yeah. And to show what's your experience on that um, and to find out for yourself where you are, what um, um, just to evaluate your own work, you know, to yeah, see I, how yeah. many pieces you do have. And yeah, and, and also by building the portfolio, and you really can see uh, what market you suit in. Like children's book is so big. Maybe you are when you building, you make a project to build a portfolio. You can more stay focused. Like you're not like mm -hmm. all around like board book, picture book, what the genre of children's book. There are so many different like graphic novels, also children's book or your young adults, black, white. If you want to concentrate on picture book. So by making a portfolio, you really narrow down and your own niche, what your style or what your passion, what you really love to do on this children's book market. I think it's also set your goal and uh, your niche straightforward. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and you, you, you make the work, put work out there, the job you want to get to, to exactly. work on. That's, that's another thing. And I also think that you can, um, 
make a portfolio specifically or rearrange a portfolio specifically for a certain publisher or so maybe you're somebody who likes uh, making black and white stuff uh, things for very young children but also maybe for um, um, young adults but if you're gonna write to uh, I don't know a publisher that only makes board books then you can think maybe I will leave some of the stuff for older children out you know you don't mm-hmm. have to leave everything out but I think it's nice if your portfolio has sort of a focus so that the publisher or the agent or whoever sees um, your your preference or your personality and your 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 passion so to say mm-hmm. yeah but that, that it doesn't mean that you have to choose before you make your stuff <laughs> No, true. And I think um, some publishers uh, or agencies do like to see what else you can do, are mm-hmm. capable of. Because, um, yeah, sometimes it's uh, they, they can find uh, a combination or, uh, of two uh, things you, you are able to, to do. Uh, yeah. And that could be interesting too. At a, you know, at the initial like a meeting when you come across a publisher or a director, they always like you to take extra like a sketchbook, your own sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Besides, they already know they on social media, they know you from Twitter or Instagram or your website. But they always ask you, you know, it's also it's good, great that you have your own sketchbook and something you just randomly sketch and they discover a story in your sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and they so see um, what how your the process looks like right and yeah. and yeah. yeah i want to add on it i think it's not this not only the skill i think the art director also want to know the way you're thinking mm-hmm. your concept i think yeah. yeah and how you draw different like certain elements of you the way you think the way you approach the idea uh, the story like a one line everybody approach differently how you not by not sh- telling, but showing from your illustration. That's that the, the step your mind, how you how you think. That's important. Yeah. So I think there's the the publisher or the agent or whoever they want to see skill in your drawing, but they also want to see sort of your mind and yeah, and your personality, right? Your personality, but also uh, what I think what what you guys are already saying um you have people who are extremely skilled they can make amazing work but they anything have you ask lo- for <laughs> yeah yeah but they might have a lot of difficulty with uh, the imagination part or um so they might copy a picture like and you don't see the difference yeah. but um they the might more trouble with with making stuff from their from their own uh, minds and i think that's also a very important skill that you can learn um and that the publisher wants to see and i think these stuff are um more visible in your sketchbook than in a portfolio where the publisher Mm -hmm. doesn't know how long you've worked on these pieces they you might have copied them from a picture. You might have um, asked your nephew or something to stand in a pose, and which is not wrong. But um, but maybe this is a whole other episode. Other episode, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But 
Yeah, and we also going to discuss more in the future. I'm also developing my own children's book portfolio, and I think the more we in the more in the market, we have different level of discussion about children's book, picture book topic. Yeah. Sorry yeah. for the background, and somebody just ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I I wanted to say another thing about um what we were saying with with maybe to have a focus for your portfolio or to change it when you send it to different publishers. What I also mean is um, you might have work that's quite dark or something and uh, but still suitable for children. But you if you also... My, oh. <laughs> you think my work <laughs> is, is, is dark? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Guys, I'm just joking. Um, I'm, th I'm thinking of um, there are children's books out there that are that are dark and maybe you have um, work that would really fit uh, those books. Uh, but maybe you also want to work with more cheerful, I don't know, colorful um, publishers that publish colorful books. So then I wouldn't put in that many dark. I think what I'm trying to say is think about what you put into your portfolio and who yeah. you are sending it into. Because that's what you're asking for uh, if it comes to uh, getting an assignment, right? Yeah. 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 And yeah. But I think it's and also, uh, depends on which kind of uh, publisher or, uh, yeah, what kind of publisher you want to work with. You know, you, you really study the industry really well. Because if you submit something is irrelevant to, to what they always uh, put out there, they say you don't know our our market well. In like my company and my publishing house very well. Why you even submit it to us? Waste of each other's time. Yeah, yeah and exactly that's the addition um, thing. It also works the other way around because uh, if it's a publisher that um, doesn't fit you. Mm -hmm. or your style of illustration, then yeah. why should you put in uh, effort in, in uh, making a port and sending them a portfolio? Yeah. Portfolio. Yeah. So, so you, everybody's time is wasted. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, I can think of reasons why you would still want to send your portfolio to a publisher that doesn't fit because maybe it's a very big publisher or they have amazing books and, but you don't fit in. So I think you should, stay close to to yourself and um and only send your work to to publishers where you could see yourself and your work um in mm -hmm. between yeah it could be um, an experiment to, if you want to or, or would like to um do something different you know um you could try it but Keep in mind that uh, it's maybe better to find a publisher that fits to your work and your personality and the yeah. other way around. And do you guys do uh, educate because I feel like very commercial market, education, publication, like, you know, the books only go to schools. And you do a, like a mass market kind of uh, books and what a book you want to concentrate on. Um, it's like a really like a board book, like ABCD or like an alphabet specific targets for education purpose, because there are so many different uh, like market. So you also yeah. need to know which market you want, not like board book. Board book also have different market to 
mm-hmm. to fit in. So just had to really study the market before you also study yourself what you want. And, uh, and also my, the first yourself, you know, you, you have fun and you not only always have fun, but like you enjoy working in this illustration for this specific market. And, but, yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes you don't know or you don't realize that there are that many different markets, um, which could also be a, a good thing because, well, for example, I was asked to do a, uh, illustrations for an activity book uh, for, um, how do you call it, uh, an eyewear chain company thing. Optrician? Yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but for glasses, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I would never have uh, thought of that uh, as a a commercial market, uh, as an opportunity for me to... um, to and get, get an assignment but it was for children, great fun right? yeah. yeah yeah it was for the children yeah. yeah and it was great fun to do and an, an eye-opener <laughs> which is yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um for me because um then yeah if if you feel uh happy about such an assignment about doing it and um it goes well then yeah it might open a, a similar door and um, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. So, yeah. And I think this is sort of a hybrid project because it's not a children's book. It's not a publisher, but it's still for children and it's still mm-hmm. sort of a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sorry>. um, <laughs> Correct, Sarah. <and> it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's sort of commercial. It was a bit, mm-hmm. it's a big chain, right? With the, yeah. with the, gla- the glasses mm-hmm. chain, yeah. Mm. um uh so it's i think it's i think there are so many opportunities and projects out there that we would never think about and and um and that's really uh, fun and interesting yeah um so. i wanted to say one more thing about commercial or like all these different projects uh or uh assignments or publishers or it's 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 good to think about it but i wouldn't like um get caught up in it because beforehand you might think I would never want to do a commercial project. I want to do like low key, uh, personal, um, very special, interesting stuff. Um, Because commercial sometimes has this like bad name. Uh, But on the other hand, you still need to make money. uh, Exactly. Usually (laughs) usually the commercial stuff has more money. So true. And maybe also more opportunity like um a commercial project might uh they might have enough money so you could do a pop-up book or uh with a spot color or uh they have a, maybe a wider audience because they can publish more books or um and i think it's also very important that you know these um books that are maybe handed out or like at the grocery store or something that they have good quality you know um so i wouldn't yeah don't think you, yeah, you, don't yeah yeah you can you can do both it's you yeah, don't have exactly. to limit yourself to uh, these um more poetic uh projects um uh and ignore all the commercial stuff because uh, there's there might also be something 
in it uh, you could learn from or you could have fun with or you could earn money with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, when should you, I think we're sort of maybe talking about a little bit, when you, should you start or when should you make um, a children's book portfolio? I think in the first place, when you uh, feel like you want to get into children's book illustration, that's the most important motivation. It sounds a bit ridiculous, but I think that's the most important uh, thing to get started and to go for it. Yeah, I think um, children's book illustration is sort of, um, I don't want to call it hip, but I think a lot of uh, people who want to go into illustration think about children's book illustration as an option, which, which it is, of course. But, um, I mean, it is great. But there are so many options out there. So I think before, uh, yeah, you know, think about it. Go to the children's book section in the bookstore. Look at the books. If you don't like children's books, you know, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> go into children's book illustration um i think so um first know that you want to do it exactly um and then make a lot of work and then when you think i would like ma to make more work of this or this could be an illustration in a book then scan it in and get your first portfolio done right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I, I think when I when I started, because I start to read more for my child, and uh, this is how I started, I think it's also the passion, like when you feel like the urge to go into the industry, not mm -hmm. like somebody else is doing that or you look up to somebody else. It's important, like uh, coming from you, you think that's also the motivation that you want to read more. You want to go to research in the library. You buy books. And now I buy a lot of books. I thought, Alice, I'm going to buy some books for you. But actually for us both, actually, mm -hmm. you know, you, 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 you're crazy about you read more and you understand the industry more. And also you hang out with the people who love and you talk about the same thing. And this also very encouraging. And also you share your ideas, your sketches. I think it's when, when it's ready, never be like a perfect time in saying, okay, it's time now, start. I'm going to make a children's book portfolio. I think that it's kind of you, you make body work, but in the consciousness that you make a choice instead of making fine arts, a pottery painting for oil painting, you make like a narrative storytelling and you use color, which is suitable for children. Uh, book publishing. I think it's conscious intention kind of decision making um, when you want to do the portfolio. And then when it's ready and you have like five quality, you think that's the work I think I want to show it. Or you have 10 pieces or eight pieces, then you combine it. And I think you also need to look at the sequence. Um, like, you know, how, if you're really going to present in a book, like uh, I, I went to once really scary. Uh, conference when you go in the conference you present a portfolio like a, a book you know everybody can flip through and then you you now that moment you pre, you prepare a portfolio for 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 like physical portfolio now every everybody also see online um <laughs> portfolio too yeah so yeah. yeah yeah and i think it's important to realize that um 
when you ask yourself, what's the right moment to get started with my children's books book portfolio? Um, it's it's always a good idea to to just get started because um, uh, you will find out that um, once you get uh, further into it, uh, you get um, you your work evolves. Then it's still scary to have. Uh, a portfolio and to present it to um, an agency or a publisher or to take it to this conference. Um, it's a process of, of growing just like any other portfolio uh, in, in whatever discipline you, you are talking about. It's yeah, just the yeah. same with a children's book portfolio. Yeah. yeah. And Sorry. I think if you, if you start, uh, if you have a few pieces that you're happy with and you start making your portfolio, then you can also see maybe, ah, this is missing or mm -hmm. uh, I should work on this a little bit more, more. This is actually not finished yet. Or maybe you get inspired to create something more. Um, so it's not like um, you wake up one morning and you're ready to build it. And then at the end of the day, it's done. You know, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, well, actually, yeah. that was the way it went with when I got no. started. No, Shut up. no, Shut up. <laughs> not at all. Hey, and should we talk about what things uh, it's good to put in the portfolio piece? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we talk about children, certainly children, different age age group of children, people that I direct can see that you can draw children different age, maybe. I think uh, draw people mm -hmm. and animals. I, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, you need to, I, I always see that some people, you can see like me from this stationary a car design background, you can see the, the stiffness, you know, <laughs> you like always the child, everything like the move, like you, you draw beautifully, but the, the, the eyes, the counter is always stressed, spot on, face to you. And I, I now learn that, you know, it's about emotion. It's not necessarily had to draw beautifully, but you have to tell a story. Each illustration you put mm -hmm. in the portfolio, you need to tell a story why this piece is there, why the dog or the people face together, have a conversation going on. You know, every piece, every little like uh, glasses or accessory you put on there with the reason why you put on there. So I mm -hmm. think it's a, it's a good point. Like, uh, you know, children, different age group, you practice that. And also uh, we call, like we now talk about diversity, culture, different culture and, you know, people. Yeah, what you say, yeah. being, um it's important to to show you are able to draw expression in in faces and uh, postures different postures yeah. and uh kind of communication uh between uh different uh figures uh, um you know th that there's a connection between uh, yeah. uh people or children or animals yeah and I have struggled with the light, like uh, most of things are happening for my <laughs> illustration all daylight. And I think it's also good to put a different season like uh, winter and also like different seasons and the day and night. I think I, I always admire people like, wow, so much light and shade in the night. And it's so amazing. So I think it's also good to put different season or location. Yeah, in, yeah. But with the... The day and night, the day and night. I don't think that's really 
necessary because in a lot of, well, maybe there are uh, a lot of children's book with night scenes. I don't know, but I think you should uh, really focus on things that, uh, that you find important or interesting. So I th- what I hear from you, Ping, is that you are interested in lights and, uh, you know, so then you should practice that uh, until you can put it in your portfolio. But thinking about my work, I've never made a night scene <laughs> um, before I had to do it, you know, before I, I I was already doing a project and suddenly there was a night night scene and I was thinking, oh, oh shit, how do you do this? Uh-huh. Um the same with um, with emotions. I, I really struggle with uh, um, showing a lot of emotion in the face. I do that a lot more with the surroundings or the posture, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not really, um, uh, you know, with the eyes or the or the the mouth yeah. or the like the. Um, the bo- no, you, you show more the body language, the emotion. More the body language. And, but then, but I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. I have been struggling with this before because I was thinking I need to have a page in my portfolio where I show the face with different expressions. Um, but that's not really ne- necessary. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how do I say this? You should be able to show um, that a character is having different emotions you know sometimes they're having a bad day or they're shy or they're but you don't have to do this in a literal way uh, that's super obvious yeah yeah I do agree and um, I think everybody (laughs) yeah well you you know every illustrator has its own uh, way of telling something about um, uh, expression of uh, character and you uh, ob- obviously do it by um, the environment and, and I my, my preference is to show their whole feeling in their bodies in their faces um, mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a very personal thing how to approach it so yeah. And and you, for example, if you if you show a story and you show like two or three pieces of executed like in color, and then you have another story like two or three stories, or how you guys do it? Um, for example, I, I was now building on my portfolio. I was thinking about to have a three same character in different mm-hmm. in different settings. I want to like make a, like a if our director sees it, oh, there's a story about this girl or this boy. I'm now making up my two stories and then I want to present it in a way that they can see that this is a kind of book instead of a still mm-hmm. a starting piece. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing to do, um, to keep in mind, Ping, because um, uh, it shows that you are able to uh, take care of the narrative yeah. Uh, but also to uh, show some consistency in um, how you uh, uh, capture the uh, the character that mm. a reader can um, uh, still recognize that it's the same character. Yeah. 
Yeah, That's the challenging part. It's really challenging. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, I've also, this is something I was really caught up with um, for a while to be able to reproduce your character, uh, but showing them having a different emotion. Mm -hmm. But then looking at, you know, Beatrice Alemagne's work where the character is completely different. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, and I mean, she is Beatrice Alemania, so uh, yeah, well, I, I <laughs> she think, can do it. <laughs> well, I think there's a, a, a different thing. She, what she does is she she uh, chooses a, a very specific color for the jacket yeah. of her character, and that's what makes it consistently. So yeah. there are also different approaches approaches in um, how to to keep that uh, consistency. Yeah. But so what I want to say is don't get yet uh, don't get caught up on these things that before you start you might think I need to be able to do this otherwise I can't put it in my portfolio or otherwise I can't be ready but there are ways around I'm not workarounds ways <laughs> yeah no I'm saying oh, um, different approaches right yeah there are different yeah. approaches and I yeah. think often when you look in I mean, a lot of children's books, picture books, they have a very consistent um, main character or the characters are very, very consistent. So what Beatrice Alemagne is doing is actually kind of different. Uh, but it's also acknowledging that a child is, you know, focused enough and intelligent enough to understand it's the same character. Um, but still, when you look at picture books, often the main character is wearing the same thing throughout the book. You know, all the characters mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. um, so there are things around. So what I'm so what I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> make make just make work. <laughs> yeah, but in addition, Sarah, I think it's just um, that your uh, goal is to. Um, uh, make the the reader, the young reader, um, recognize your character, right? Mm -hmm. And the way you um, do it is could could is uh, could be different, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So the goal is that the reader recognizes the character and empathizes. I don't know how to say that word with perfect. with it. You know, feels a yeah. connection. Mm -hmm. um, or so, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and well, I, you could have different connections too, but never mind. <laughs> and, and I was thinking also, like, for example, if we draw animals, so you draw the same animal and then you have, uh, you build a narrative, like a sequence of the narrative around this same character, like two or three. Uh, illustrations and I think in 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 a way because when it's like you have a physical portfolio it's also really like you when you read a book you know you have beginning and mid middle and the end it's sometimes you feel like the, the strong you know you 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 let people want to open the book and then open your portfolio book and you see like wow this is like so interesting I want to continue to read through mm -hmm. the next and then you have a few pages in the middle and then the end and the beginning is so important. The end, mm -hmm. you leave like impression. Oh, this is nice. Illustrator, mm -hmm. I really keep in mind. And then the beginning, you keep them to go continue your illustration. So important, you know, yeah. 
how you put the piece together as well, how you yeah. compile. Although, I, like, don't, so sometimes they don't really flip through the whole thing. <laughs> True. So don't yeah. put your best work at the end because maybe then they miss, they miss it, you know? But <laughs> both in the beginning and, and, and in the and end. And maybe in yeah. the middle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Just basically, yeah. only put in work that you're really happy with. And don't put in too much. Like, um, I think the max is like twenty or twenty-five pages. Yeah, that's that's, that's a lot, lot. I think that's yeah. already fifteen pages. Yeah. I was thinking in mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so, and but that's yeah. So don't quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. quality also, is much more important than uh, than quantity. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and do you do not do t different style? You know, if you want to like three styles, then the publisher doesn't know what they can rely on you. You know, if I hand you the book, if you're able to execute it, which style I have to guess what I will guess. So maybe mm. also one consistent style to show throughout. Um, maybe you have a, you want to have a, um, you, you write, illustrate your own book, maybe put a dummy book attached to a string if you if you show it in the, in the real life in the, in the portfolio showcase like a scooby scooby society of children's book writers and illustrators but i think another thing do you guys also think about like you're changing color or you use the same color throughout because some i see that they also have like different color like as one story they concentrate a specific color and they move on to another story they're changing different color do you also yeah, consider yeah. that too I don't really consider it because um, if it's I, if I put uh, pieces from one story or diff from different stories into my portfolio, then uh, one story can be uh, more bright and and uh, the other story could be a bit more moody or and yeah. that's okay I think yeah yeah and it's more important to have this consistency of this atmosphere and color uh, within this one specific story. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I built my first portfolio, I have all like a full spread, full spread, mm. full spread. Now mm. I realize you need to have like, like you know, spot illustration, yeah. variations and spot illustrations and yeah. vignette and full spread. It's also very interesting too. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, and, and one more thing, um, make sure you, you also, you, you have people in your as, a, as characters in your portfolio uh, both adults and children yeah but also um, Thing, you know, uh, things or yeah. animals and environments all different kinds of things how about a cover page do you do also put a cover design on the portfolio piece or not sometimes i do yeah um if it's part of a of a story yeah yeah okay so yeah that's, that's good. And what else? Yeah, 15, 10 to 15, and ambitious people, <laughs> 10, 20. Depends. Well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and more isn't necessarily better. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind. And, and I think we've already said this in another episode, but yeah. only put in work that you would like to uh, do more of. Yeah. So maybe you have an illustration that you really like, you find really pretty, or 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 you think ah publishers will like this, but you didn't like making it, then don't put it in. Uh, so true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because a publisher might ask you to create a whole book 
uh, in that way. And um, if you don't like creating something, like, you know, like people can see it. So, yeah. yeah. And they see this, there's a saying something about the, the, like the strong, the portfolio piece, the, the strong, the work as something about the weak is the link. I don't know exactly how you express it. Like, um, like the, the weak, weak uh, piece you put in the portfolio, you like the thing is you each portfolio piece you put in with the reason you sometimes you do be have to be uh, um, say like this one you have a doubt don't put in mm -hmm. because yeah. It's yeah. the weak the weak the, the weakest piece will be the I don't know how is that the weakest link because among all that because that weak weak pieces and maybe you get work what Jasala said you get this weak the the, the work from so the weak piece maybe and, your uh, your your portfolio is as strong as your weakest illustration it, in yeah, it or something yeah that's what I mm. said yeah exactly thank you <laughs> yeah and if you put in that piece you doubt about then you will be really insecure about your whole portfolio mm -hmm. so leave it out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and we can make a, a whole list of what kind of things you can put in, but I think we can cover in other episodes. I think we are we are really passionate about this topic. These two already are published uh, children's book illustrators, so they can talk a lot about it. Well, actually, I I, uh, um, I feel like I want to uh, update my own children's book portfolio right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's a kind of yes. constant updating, is it right? Because yeah. you know you're yeah, not just still and you always uh, evolve with your mm -hmm. skills and the new new things yeah. you want to do. Yeah. I think we are covered everything yeah. for the topic. Yes, mm -hmm. too. yes. Hey, cheers guys for, for a very good episode again. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you, and we will see you next week. Thank bye. you. Thanks, bye bye. 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 Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please check out our show notes or our website, thrivingwomenartists.com. If you like our podcast, please leave a review. See you next week.